Hi, this is Robert Helms, and thanks for listening to the Real Estate Guys podcast. Hey, do me a favor. Take a quick moment to give us some feedback on our iTunes page. We'd really love to know what you think. Thanks so much. Now, on with the show. Well, hello and welcome to the Real Estate Guys radio program. We're here with a live audience at this year's Real Estate Investor Summit at Sea aboard the Carnival Miracle. We have a great show planned for you. You're going to learn lots of stuff, and uh, stay with us. I'm Robert Helms. You're tuned to the Real Estate Guys radio network. This podcast is brought to you by Audible.com, the Internet's leading provider of spoken word entertainment. Get a free audiobook download of your choice when you sign up today. Log on to audiopodcast.com forward slash real estate guys today for details. Go online with the real estate guys. The real estate guys need your help. We're conducting an online survey to learn more about the information that you're looking for and how we can help grow the Real Estate Guys radio program. Just a few minutes of your time will help us help you. While you're online, subscribe to our e-newsletter. You'll automatically be entered to win a cruise with the Real Estate Guys. Help us to help you. Go online with the Real Estate Guys at realestateguysradio.com. realestateguysradio.com. Welcome to the Real Estate Guys radio program. I'm your host, Robert Helms, and this week we are coming to you from the middle of the Caribbean Sea on the 2009 Investor Summit, and we have a live studio audience. Once a year, we uh, take a cruise and uh, we go to a beautiful part of the world. We spend time with real estate investors that are anxious to learn more and see more and do more. And on the weeks, uh, the days that we're at, at sea, we have classes and seminars and workshops. And uh, on the port days, we go out and have a good time and look at some real estate. Let's introduce the guys. Now, guys, you've got to be right up to the microphone here, our co-host. Uh, and also, uh, uh, I guess we, we call him our, uh, our purser of the cruise. It's Russ Gray. Hey, Robert. And uh, the man we call the godfather of uh, real estate. Uh, is Mr. Bob Helms. Yeah, Robert, Russ, great to be here today. All right, good to have you. Now, uh, before we get to uh, really explaining what our entire week has been about, you're going to hear from any of the speakers who have shared their information with us uh, uh, this week, and uh, we're going to talk about that. We have a very distinguished and honored guest. I'd like to uh, introduce you uh, to the man they call the master of the vessel, the master of the miracle, our captain on this cruise, Mr. Roberto Volpe. Come on up, sir. Now, we're just going to, uh, uh, first of all, Captain, excellent job. Thanks so much for a great cruise so far. Thank you to you for coming and sailing with us. Yes, indeed. Now, tell us, how long have you been with Carnival Cruise Lines? I have been working for Carnival for 35 years. Wow, that is amazing. A cruise ship is like a big, giant hotel at sea. There's so much to do. You have so many departments. Uh, what, tell us about a day in the life of a captain. Oh, they as the life of the captain is uh, every day is different. I mean, with the beautiful invention of the email, we can get uh, communication from the office every day at night, and according to them, you regulate your uh, your day. I mean, is uh, uh, obviously uh, I have uh, my job is much more administrative than technical, and I have the total supervision of the whole operation, and. Uh, uh, I put my hands, uh, in spite of uh, many people, they say, who's driving the boat? Huh? <laughs> and beside the correct English, who's steering the ship. I actually don't do that. And the only time in which I uh, physically put my hands on the command, on the controls, is when I am docking and undocking the ship. Which, believe me, ladies and gentlemen, is the easiest and funniest part of my job. 
All right. Well, we've uh, we've been to two ports already, plus the one we left. Can we say he's done an excellent job for us? All right. Captain, thank you so much. You're welcome, and enjoy your seminar and your cruise. All right, there we go. Captain Roberto Volpe of the Carnival Miracle. Excellent stuff. Well, we have spent a week together now, uh, almost a week, with the folks who've come on this cruise. Just to give you an idea, uh, we have a group of about 70 real estate investors that have chosen to uh, spend this uh, week with us. We've gone through uh, classes and seminars. Russ Gray, uh, from where you're sitting, how's the cruise going so far? The cruise is, uh, we're cruising. We're cruising. We're cruising. It's awesome. It's fun. It's, you know, I mean, the reason we get so excited about doing these types of events is because it isn't just a vacation, but it isn't just a seminar. It's a chance to get together and spend time together uh, socially while we're talking about the thing that we really all have in common, which is our love of real estate investing, and especially these days with everything that's been going on over the last uh, year and a half in the real estate, the financial markets, uh, camaraderie and getting together and reinforcing the positive is a real important part of being successful because if you don't stay in the game, you can't win. Absolutely. Probably more important than ever to get together. And interestingly enough, our numbers are down. No secret. This is the uh, smallest uh, cruise crowd we've had for several years. Uh, but in a way, someone who's going to come at this time in the economic cycle, at this time in uh, the real, their real estate careers, is obviously uh, very dedicated and very serious. Bob, you've been cruising uh, since the beginning. Uh, your seventh year with us at the Investor uh, Summit. What are you noticing? I'm noticing that people are really, really engaged. It is a smaller group, but we're, we're finding an opportunity to get to know people better than we have. And several of the folks here, of course, have been with us many times. Um, it's, um, you know, it's such a unique environment. It is a learning environment. It is a fun environment. Um, I think what we're seeing is that we're all able to contribute to each other's knowledge of this game. That just makes us a better crowd. I think this is a place people who really knew what was going on here would love to be here. You know, also, it's not just about classes and seminars. If you want to learn something, you can read a book, you can go to a seminar. Uh, but here, we're getting to rub brains with other investors, getting some feedback. We just got done with one of the neatest things we do, I think, which is what we call our roundtable discussions. These are when the individual investors who choose to, uh, mostly at my begging, uh, will come and put together an a informal presentation and sit with the eight to ten other investors and just talk about what they're doing, what's working, where they're receiving challenges. And I think this is uh, crucially important. Well, it certainly is crucially important because, first of all, we haven't cornered the uh, market on knowledge, so there's no way as teachers we're going to have everything that everybody needs. Everybody brings to the uh, crews a set of diverse experiences, perspectives, and uh, uh, commentary. And when we get together and get a chance, one of the other things that you know we've gotten feedback is it's, it's one thing when you hear, oh, those are the guys on the radio, or those are the guys that wrote the book, or those are the guys that this and that, you know, they can do it. But then when you get a chance to just meet with people, and, and of course, when you hang out with us for a week, you find out that, you know, right, all the glitter rubs off, <laughs> which is regular people. Um, but it, it's just a chance to say, to put it all in perspective and go, wow, you know, I'm not the only person out there that has this problem. I'm not the only person out there that's facing this challenge. Uh, and you get, you get to hear from other people's experience. I think a lot of people don't really understand how much value they have to add. I think it's not only good for the people that are listening to the roundtable, but the roundtable leaders are all sudden, wow, I'm, I'm a lot smarter than I thought I was. I really have something to say. And uh, I think that there's nothing more reinforcing than when you get a chance to go out and share with someone something you've learned and add value to someone else's life because there's a lot of personal satisfaction that comes from that as well. 
Absolutely. Yeah, I had some feedback from folks telling me how much they enjoyed the roundtables. Now, these are things that we do with our mentoring clubs, have been doing in, for years, and everybody likes that environment. And it's the very reason, I think, that you do get to listen to people. You get to interface with people that maybe you didn't get that opportunity otherwise. But you're right. Everybody has something to bring to the party. We've all got experiences to contribute. Now what we're going to do on the show today is we're going to bring you just some of the highlights. We've had several excellent presentations. We're going to invite some of those speakers to be our guests today and, and give the Reader's Digest version. Obviously, uh, these classes have gone on for hours, over 30 hours of classes in the week. So we're going to do our best to skeleton telescope that down just to, you know, the time we have on, on this one radio broadcast, but just to give you an idea of the co- topics that are being covered, because what are people talking about today in, in real estate? If you're an investor, many of us have been through challenging times, and yet this is also the time of opportunity, probably, arguably, in the United States of America, the best buyer's market we've seen in 20 or 30 years, means there's opportunity. But at the same time, we have people sailing with us that have been through the up years and are now dealing with the challenges created uh, because of that. So I think... Uh, one of the things we spent some considerable time on and why I still have you up here, uh, uh, Russ, is uh, loan modifications, the new world of loan modifications. On last year's cruise, our Investor Summit in 2008, uh, we talked about uh, the, the new ability to go to your lender with a workout scenario, and it was just really starting. Now the industry has evolved a ton. It's huge. It's, it's really unprecedented that you could literally go to a lender and ask them to rewrite your loan, but that's exactly what's going on, and it's happening on a huge scale, and it's a great thing. It's what, exactly what the economy needs. Uh, you know, asset values are down, and the value of the paper or the notes that are written are down, and there's been a lot of turmoil in the financial markets as a result of that, and the quicker we get through and get everything stabilized, uh, the better it's going to be the better it's the better it's going to be the better it's going to be for uh for the for the uh, economy i mean because uh, this, the quicker every individual person, whether it's a home, business, investor, whatever, gets themselves to where their cash flow is working and they're confident once again in their ability to pay their bills and they start paying their bills, then that's going to bring the stabilization that we really need to begin a recovery. The loan modification industry began in response to a problem, which is the way capitalism always works, right? There's a problem in the marketplace. Enterprising people figure out a way to solve it. And so an entire industry has risen up to be begin to meet that need. And it now has built up to the point where there's enough capacity that the huge numbers, the hundreds of thousands of people that need to come through, probably millions of people that need to come through the system, get their loans rewritten and get to that point of stabilization. We now have the, uh, the capability to do that. And the big part now is getting people educated that the service is available, that, you know, the, the good side and the bad side and what are the ups and downs and the different types of considerations and then how do I actually go about the process of doing it. We've dedicated shows to that. And we were just able to kind of get into a little bit more depth uh, here on the cruise uh, f- for people who have a unique set of needs because the people that come with us on the cruise typically are the more serious investors. They have the bigger portfolios. Their questions are a little bit more complex. You know, it's interesting that we spend this week at sea because there's a lot of metaphors for that, right? We just had the captain on the uh, on the show, and, and let's face it, if he runs into some weather or some sort of condition or something going on, very often he has to make the decision to kind of reroute, change. Uh, we were on a cruise uh, just a few weeks ago, and they had to reroute one of the ports because of bad weather. It's like that in real estate investing. It's not always going to go according to plan, and so you have to take what's available in the marketplace and reroute your ability to get where you want to end up at. Yeah, you got to take what the market gives you. And just going along with the sailing metaphor, one of the other things that we uh, talk a lot about is the concept of total immersion. 
<laughs> not, not a good some, thing on a cruise. Not something you want to think about on a cruise ship. But the concept is, is when you're when you're away for a week and you are totally immersed in the subject matter, you're not really thinking. I mean, I haven't checked my email or looked at the internet for three or four days. And for me, that's uh, it's, un- st- it's still there. For, yeah, I know it's still there. But but for me, that's unheard of. But I'm so focused on being here and being in the moment and being present with all of the investors and the subject matter. Uh, things, epiphanies, uh, realizations, revelations, if you will, ha- just happen in a way that they wouldn't happen if I was on a more superficial level juggling a lot of different plates. And I think you know if that's happening for me, and I live in this space kind of for my living, then you got to imagine that for people who do other things that that their real estate investing is more of a part-time thing to spend a week in a situation where they're totally focused on this one aspect of their lives where there's a lot of other information, you know, big brains to rub against, as you said, Robert, uh, is a great opportunity to to walk away and kind of set your course or set your sail, if you will, uh, for the balance of the year and beyond. Uh, and that's why we like to do this summit every year. And, you know, we started off uh, the summit with really what the new rules of real estate investing are. And we're not going to get into great detail uh, today because I imagine there's a show on our future to talk about those. But the rules have changed. And the things that we have at our uh, fingertips have changed. And the way the market is going and perception and all that is different. And so we just have to learn to be investors. The other thing we're doing uh, as a group of real estate investors this week that I've noticed is we're really helping each other through adversity. A lot of folks have had some challenges with what's gone on with the market. Bob, you've been in markets uh, for You've been a real estate investor in 60 uh, different years, six different decades, and uh, you've seen it up and down and change and and go crazy. Uh, uh, Speak to this fact that we're all in it together when the seas are rough. Well, we definitely are, and and you can rely a lot on your experience in terms of how to apply things, but this is a, a phenomenal time in all of the tough ups and downs I've seen. This, of course, is one of the most widespread phenomena. It's affecting all of us. We've spent a lot of time here, for example, talking about loan mods and about what we're all finding as we go to these different things. A big difference here from a year ago. One of the things we have to realize is it's not just trying to cope. The lenders are having a heck of a time trying to cope. None of them expected this. They aren't staffed for this. The reason that a lot of these things take so long, one, to happen, and two, to change, is that these people are completely buried trying to keep their own businesses, their own charter uh, alive, and to work within the constraints that they've got. So uh, we're going to see more of this. It's going to continue to be dynamic as we get this thing under our belts and as we figure out how to work in this environment. All right, speaking of more, we got lots more folks, probably more guests on our show today than uh, we uh, ever do have. Uh, So stay with us, and we'll be back uh, with more from the Carnival Miracle in our live studio audience. You're tuned to the Real Estate Guys Radio Network. I'm your host, Robert Helms. Hi, this is Kendra Todd, winner of The Apprentice, and you're listening to The Real Estate Guys. This week's radio program is brought to you in part by Audible.com, the leading provider in spoken word entertainment. Audible has over 35,000 titles to choose from to be downloaded and played back anywhere, just like the real estate guys can on our weekly podcast. In fact, we were just talking about Rich Dad's Prophecy, which is one of the many books available on Audible.com. And if you'll log on to audiblepodcast.com forward slash real estate guys, you can get a free audiobook of your choice. It could be Rich Dad's Prophecy. It could be uh, thousands and thousands of books. Just pick one, download it for free. Uh, it's pretty cool stuff. So what you do is you go to audiblepodcast.com forward slash real estate guys. That's audiblepodcast.com forward slash real estate guys for your free audio book. 
Are you struggling to keep up with your mortgage payments? Whether it's your home, vacation, or investment property, there are loan workout options available. To help you sort through all the noise in the marketplace, The Real Estate Guys has written a free 18-page report called What You Must Know Before Attempting a Loan Workout. In this special report, you'll discover the single most important thing the lender looks for before agreeing to modify your loan. Plus, you'll be able to weigh the pros and cons of hiring a professional versus doing it yourself, and much, much more. All you need to do to get your copy is email your request to workout at realestateguysradio.com. It's free, it's confidential, and it's yours when you send your request to workout at realestateguysradio.com. Hope is not a strategy. Start your own economic bailout plan today. Get the Real Estate Guys free report, What You Must Know Before Attempting a Loan Workout. Email your request to workout at realestateguysradio.com. I was getting so scared. I knew I was about to be laid off, and I really needed to find something to help me survive. In this tough economy, I needed to find a way to make more money. What if you could earn money by helping people save money? With Audit My Bills, you can do exactly that. Things are tough out there, and most companies are doing everything they can to cut costs. This is where you and Audit My Bills come in. First, find a business that wants to save money on operating expenses. And what business doesn't? Second, using the successful audit my bill system show that company how much money they could be saving third collect your commission on the amount that you've saved them and get paid a commission for two years four out of five businesses are wasting money on their monthly expenses by helping them you'll be helping yourself to a two-year stream of income it's easy to find companies that need this help seize the opportunity get involved now by calling 888-64-AUDIT that's 888-64-AUDIT 888-64-AUDIT Crikey! Local real estate market a little slow? If there's no appreciation, there's no equity. No worries. There are lots of markets and many are booming. G'day, mate. This is Luke Chadwick, the deal hunter with Global Property Network. I spend most of my time traveling all over the U.S. and the world hunting down hot markets, great properties, and expert agents. Give us a ring at 1-877-411-4GPN and we'll connect you to great agents in great markets with great deals. That's 1-877-411-4476. Well, mate, got to go. To learn more, go to globalpropertynetwork.com or call us at 1-877-411-4GPN. Don't be shy. Do it now. Equity Happens. Is it happening to you? Learn more at realestateguysradio.com. Welcome back to the Real Estate Guys Radio program. I'm your host, Robert Helms, and this week we are live from the 2009 Investor Summit at Sea with a live studio audience. <laughs> Wonderful. Love to do that. Love to have folks here live uh, in, the, uh, in the radio studio, if you were, on the Carnival Miracle. And uh, before we're done, uh, we're going to encourage you to think about coming on the 2010 Investor Summit. There's a plenty of room and a lot of reasons why it makes sense to, uh, to get together. We looked at uh, a variety of topics. What we like to do on the Investor Summit is cover some topics that we don't normally have time to uh, in our mentoring club, in our local education, sometimes not enough time to get into depth on the radio on, and really 
bring to uh, the group some experts and some ideas and, and some things that you might not uh, normally uh, be aware of. Uh, one of the things uh, that we talked about uh, a lot during this cruise is cash flow. Cash flow is crucial. It's always been crucial. Now more than ever, people are looking at ways to enhance their cash flow. So I'd like to welcome back to the program uh, our honorary uh, real estate guy. She just happens to be a gal uh, from Acorn Development Partners, Beth Clifford. Hey, Beth. Hey, Robert. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Fabulous. A great talk that you did uh, right out of the gate on our on our first day. Tell us, show with us some of the ideas you talked about when it comes to inflation, hyperinflation, and cash flow. Well, we we talked a lot about politics, and we talked a lot about how you can't uh, really do investment in a vacuum, and that it's very important for us to be aware not only the markets that are around us, but also that how government behaves can also affect how we ourselves might want to invest. And so, there's a lot of predictions going along uh, with people to currently that we may enter into a time of inflation over the next three to five years. And so we talked a lot about what that means to you. And so specifically, we said if we are going to go into a time where there is inflation and interest rates are at a low right now for us to borrow, um, that this is a good time for us to lock in the cost of our money. And so that's why we were we spent a lot of time talking about that on the cruise. Yeah. Now, uh, you obviously have a diverse background in uh, real estate development. You've got a Wall Street background as well, an economist. Uh, I think one of the things that uh, was interesting was to focus on the case study that you did, which is this idea of picking a cash flow market and, and property that makes sense. Can you speak to that? That's right. We, well, I did a cash flow and I did a very conservative approach because we always look at investments like any other portfolio. You have a kind of a conservative and you may have a more at-risk part of your portfolio. So we looked at a cash flow um, home in a very reasonable area that got about a seven cap. And we showed that within 13 years, you could own it free and clear. And 100% of the income after tax would come to you. So, um, And that, that that was a really good way for you to leverage it. And we looked at it that when inflation is going up and I can get a, um, a mortgage today, they went under 5% this week, Robert. And so um, if I can get my money for under 5% and if inflation is going to run 8 to 9%, then all of that basically becomes profit to me. It's such an interesting concept to get your mind around. We're so used to, as investors, borrowing money for which we pay a fee, a premium. So now you imagine this, that, okay, I'm paying 5 or 6 or whatever the percentage is as an investor to, to, to take this money to be able to control some real estate. But meanwhile, inflation comes in at higher than an amount. So aren't I better off by borrowing under the inflation rate? Absolutely. Yeah. And Absolutely. so that's, that's hard to get your mind around because we're not trained to think that way. And yet we all know that savers are losers and the fact that if you put your money away, especially at a small interest rate like you might find in a CD or something, that you're losing ground. It's running away faster. It doesn't feel well, right now in the U.S. like we're inflationary times. But again, Beth, you did a great job of showing the why behind all these experts, quote-unquote experts, that are predicting that uh, that's the way it's headed. We do. I mean, it, I mean, of course, you can't get a necessarily consensus of economists. You're going to get a lot of different uh, opinions. However, when you look at the federal government basically letting out a trillion dollars in cash last week and continuing to deficit spend, all indicators are showing that we're going to be going into a time where there's going to be inflation, particularly when you're currently in a recession right now. And I showed some, um, some charts that showed very clearly that the government may be saying that we don't have inflation today, but really we're at about 4% over what they're currently telling us that they are. So um, there's 
there's a there's we feel that I certainly believe that there we're in an inflationary time. I believe that we'll see inflation eight to ten percent over the next two years. All right, excellent. Now, since we have you on the show right now, let's uh, shift gears a little bit. Uh, on this cruise, our uh, ports, the places we stopped to visit, Panama. Costa Rica, and Belize. You have a, a lot of experience. You've been to Belize um, more than a dozen times in the last couple of years. Uh, give us just a kind of a Reader's Digest a snapshot about the country of Belize from the standpoint of real estate investing. You bet. I've been going there for, this will be my 19th trip to Belize on uh, Friday. I've been going there for a little over two years, and we started to look in Central America for opportunities to invest, which included Nicaragua, Guatemala, Costa Rica, and we really narrowed down the market market to Belize for a number of reasons. One is we really like emerging markets. And when we looked at Belize, we saw that it was highly undeveloped and the, uh, the, um, price of land was at about a quarter of other land that was available in the Caribbean. So we liked it very much. We also liked that um, it was a growing um, industry down there from from tourism. We liked that it was English speaking. We liked that it was within two hours from Texas and Florida and from the southern part of the United States. And we liked that it has um, that's got some tax advantages. It's a T seven tax haven, and it has privacy banking. And so all of those things, coupled with fabulous weather, eighty one degree water, and people who really enjoy you coming there and being a tourist, it all pointed to us to be a great place to invest. All right, excellent, uh, and uh, thanks so much for your input. And of course, uh, your great talks on the cruise, ladies and gentlemen, Beth Clifford. All right, this year uh, we also uh, had a, a couple of new speakers that hadn't uh, been with us before, and I'd like to introduce Dennis Connolly. Dennis has an amazing background in real estate, uh, in lots of different facets of real estate. He's uh, developed uh, retail and uh, millions and millions of square feet uh, for, for large companies. Internationally, he's worked. He does a lot of government uh, work as well. Dennis, welcome to the Real Estate Guys. Good to be here, Robert. Hey, give us a little uh, insight into you. You, you uh, basically covered kind of what was going on in different segments of the marketplace, and I thought it was really interesting. I know you can't compress your hour-and-a-half talk into uh, three minutes, but uh, uh, give us some of the highlights. Well, I, I talked about uh, housing and uh, retail. Housing, uh, I, um, uh, what I had to say uh, was pretty complimentary to what uh, Beth had, and that is that uh, the housing market uh, in the coming years – uh, it has a, an awful lot to offer. Uh, we're, we've seen the prices dip down to where hopefully they're at the bottom uh, right now, but the, uh, the growth in population both from uh, people coming into the country plus uh, the natural birth rate plus the increase in the baby boomers by the year 2015, I believe uh, nearly a third of the population will be the baby boomers who uh, in general have a huge amount of income to spend. So there's a tremendous opportunity both in the housing market from a primary residence and for investment purposes. Um, I spoke a little bit about, or a lot I think, about retail, which was not as rosy. Uh, The retail market, I believe, is going to be pretty quiet for a number of years. Um, We, uh, particularly the large retail, by that I mean the mall business, um, I think is in trouble because it's overbuilt. It's going to take some time for it to work its way out of this. Uh, somebody with uh, a lot of creativity probably needs to come along and figure out what to do with some of the properties that uh, uh, lie vacant. I do believe that uh, there is uh, some opportunities in the community shopping centers, if you will, the grocery 
uh, anchored shopping centers, neighborhood centers. Uh, because of the growth in population and because of the housing market, those typically follow uh, uh, rooftops being built. So I think some, there's some opportunities in that area, both in new properties as well as the renovation of older ones. Now, uh, Dennis, you also have uh, some pretty unique insight, I would say, into kind of what's happening in the government uh, in terms of uh, some money being deployed in, in uh, real estate-related uh, 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 areas. Uh, maybe you can give us a, a, little bit of, a little bit of flavor for that. Yes. I, uh, right now, I'm working with a government contracting firm that does a variety of work, uh, typically um, uh, management, uh, development management, uh, both from uh, building uh, projects that the government uh, um, is are doing, and uh, also a number of projects in the IT field. So, uh, from what I've seen, the the government, the IT field is probably uh, the, in the immediate future the hottest part of the government spending. Uh, there'll also be a lot of rebuilding work on infrastructure, uh, a lot of work with homeland security. Uh, and, and I think the number I, I had was $150 billion are out on the street right now to be awarded over the next six months. So it's a huge amount of money. All right. You know, I remember when $150 billion was a lot. That was before the, the most recent headlines. But uh, excellent stuff. And a uh, big hand for uh, Dennis Connolly. Thank you, sir. All right. Well, folks, we've come uh, to the time in the show that uh, we do uh, every uh, week, and it's time to play Real Estate Trivia. Now, here's how that works. We're going to ask you a trivia question, and uh, it has something to do with real estate, and whoever gets the uh, answer correctly is going to win a prize. Plus, then, we're going to take all the entrants who get the uh, uh, the answer correct, but who weren't necessarily the first in. And we do that because there's so many people today listening from the podcast, uh, and then we'll have another drawing, so two prizes. And this week, we're going one further. Somebody in our live studio audience is also going to win today. All right. The only difference is we're going to find out the answer to the trivia question while we're on a radio break. So you aren't going to know, uh, of course, in, in, until next week. And so that's the way that uh, real estate trivia works. Before we give you this week's trivia question, we're going to review last week's trivia question. Last week on the uh, program, uh, we talked about how to prop up your retirement account in these scary times of ours. And here was our trivia question. The abbreviation for Chicago's O'Hare Airport is O-R-D. Has nothing to do with O'Hare. Why O-R-D? Who in the audience knows why ORD? Nobody. Same result we had on the air. No, we actually had a couple of smart folks who figured out it's because the original name of Chicago's O'Hare Airport was Orchard Field. ORD, Orchard, Orchard Field. There you go. See the things you learn by listening to the real estate guys. Here's our question this week, though, ladies and gentlemen. As soon as you know the question, you're going to send us an answer with your name and mailing address so we can send you an autographed copy of Equity Happens, Building Lifelong Wealth with Real Estate, if you are a winner. Uh, send it to trivia at realestateguysradio.com. Trivia at realestateguysradio.com. Here is this week's trivia question. Which is the only Central American country that does not touch the Pacific Ocean? Which is the only Central American country that does not touch the Pacific Ocean? We visited three of those countries uh, this uh, week on our cruise. And uh, there's even more Central American countries. So which is the only one that doesn't touch the Pacific Ocean? Send that uh, along with your name and mailing address to trivia at realestateguysradio.com. Trivia at realestateguysradio.com. And uh, the first person uh, will win an autographed copy of the book. Plus, we'll have a drawing from all the correct answers to win another copy. That is today's real estate trivia question. When we come back, more from the 2009 Investor Summit at Sea with our live studio audience. 
Hello, Robert Kiyosaki. Listen to the real estate guys. They're wild and crazy, but they really know what they're talking about. I was getting so scared. I knew I was about to be laid off, and I really needed to find something to help me survive. In this tough economy, I needed to find a way to make more money. What if you could earn money by helping people save money? With Audit My Bills, you can do exactly that. Things are tough out there, and most companies are doing everything they can to cut costs. This is where you and Audit My Bills come in. First, find a business that wants to save money on operating expenses. And what business doesn't? Second, using the success audit my bill system show that company how much money they could be saving third collect your commission on the amount that you've saved them and get paid a commission for two years four out of five businesses are wasting money on their monthly expenses by helping them you'll be helping yourself to a two-year stream of income it's easy to find companies that need this help seize the opportunity get involved now by calling 888-64-AUDIT that's 888-64-AUDIT 888-64-AUDIT the stock market is killing me. My retirement account has lost nearly half of its value. I keep hearing, hang in there, but that's not what I want to hear. I just feel so out of control. When it comes to your retirement, hope is not a strategy. If hang in there isn't growing your nest egg, then it's time for you to take control of your financial future. There is more to investing than stocks, bonds, and mutual funds. If you think it's complicated to grow your nest egg without the help of some Wall Street wizard, maybe it's because you're in the wrong investments. Don't don't let another day rob you of your hard-earned retirement. Let investor, author, and radio personality Robert Helms show you how you can take control even in this down market. Attend Profitable Retirement Solutions, an educational event packed with solutions for weary investors. Profitable Retirement Solutions, April 18th in South San Francisco. Register now at 888 or at rescuemyira.com. 888 or at rescuemyira.com. Hi, this is Robert Helms. As a real estate investor, you know you need to be concerned about asset protection. When an investor asks me about the litigation explosion in America and what they can do to better protect their real estate assets, I like to refer them to Corporate Direct. Equity happens, but it can be limited without solid asset protection in place. And Corporate Direct protects your assets. Corporate Direct is owned and operated by Garrett Sutton. He's an attorney, best-selling author, and one of Robert Kiyosaki's Rich Dad Advisors. Garrett and his staff are knowledgeable, helpful, and surprisingly affordable. And I know, I've used Corporate Direct and have been exceedingly satisfied with their service. They're on the web at CorporateDirect.com, or you can call them at 1-800-600-1760. That's CorporateDirect.com or 1-800-600-1760. You know you need asset protection for your real estate, so visit CorporateDirect.com or 1-800-600-1760. Find them on the resource page at RealEstateGuysRadio.com. That's CorporateDirect.com. Need help with your real estate investment portfolio? Check out the resources page at realestateguysradio.com. And welcome back to the Real Estate Guys radio program. This week we are in the middle of the Caribbean Sea with a live studio audience. It's uh, the 2009 Investor Summit at Sea. Uh, we've had a glorious week at Sea. And uh, to continue the theme with what we were talking about uh, with cash flow, we had a couple of interesting talks. I'd like to bring back a gentleman who was just on the radio show a, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, he is a real estate broker, a real estate developer, a real estate investor, and his name is David Campbell. Hey, David. Robert, it's great to be back. This is your fifth fourth, cruise. fifth cruise, fifth cruise. Uh, David has been with us five out of seven years, so uh, a lot has happened in that period of time. And, and uh, last week, a couple weeks ago when you were on the show, um, 
we had a great a great show that really evolved into a talk you did on the cruise, which is finding low maintenance cash flow properties today. Give us some of the highlights. Yeah, it's, it was a very popular topic. I uh, we talked about uh, markets to select, what type of property is a good. Uh, hassle-free cash flow property. Uh, we talked about putting together the right kind of management team and selecting uh, good management. And, and that is certainly uh, crucial. Uh, one of the things you're going to look for is, is management because uh, some of the roundtables also revolved around do you manage yourself? Do you hire a property manager? And then uh, one of our uh, folks did a, uh, a roundtable on with all your property is thousands of miles away. What are the things you, you have to consider? And if you're willing to open up to investing outside of the area that you live, there's a world of possibility out there. Absolutely. I, the, the best markets for cash flow right now have no relationship to where I live in California. And so if I want great opportunities, I've got to look for those markets that have cash flow. Now, you also talked about some of the indicators when you were out searching for markets, uh, what the things you were looking uh, for. What are some of the things that people would be, uh, consider, you know, they should consider if they're thinking about finding a good cash flow market today? Yeah, the holy grails are population growth and job growth. And within job growth, you want to look for a diversified uh, type, of, type of job growth. What's the, the, what kind of jobs cannot be outsourced? Because with a, an economy uh, that's in turmoil, a lot of companies are looking at ways to spend less money. And if you are in a high cost area, it's very probable that your job is going to move to a, a low cost area. But if you're already in a low cost area, it really, um, your job is, is a lot safer because it can't get any cheaper. And also looking at things like natural resources, um, for example, in Dallas, Texas, which is one of my favorite markets, the oil and natural gas industry is something that just can't move. You can't pick the oil well and move it to Nevada. It's just impossible. Yeah, very good point. And of course, the other thing that you uh, look at, uh, and the other part of our topic was the low maintenance part of it, right? It's one thing to find a great cash flow market, but if you end up feeding the thing so much money because of uh, the cost to operate it, uh, that can that can counteract any of the good that you do. What are some of the shortcuts in uh, creating a low maintenance uh, property? Yeah, low maintenance property. I have two shortcuts. The first is getting a great integrated team, but that really understands the market and they have all of their vendors in place that are going to provide you efficiencies from uh, a maintenance perspective. And the other is much more important, which is just start with a brand new property because you're looking at a uh, depreciation schedule, meaning uh, the, at the very beginning of the ownership of the property when your cash flow um, is the probably the weakest because over time we're hoping that rents go up while the most of your expenses stay the same. During that period of ownership at the beginning, you want everything to be new and under warranty so that if there's an, an unexpected expense that comes up, it comes from insurance, not from you. Yeah, excellent point. Now, David, uh, on the show you did a couple weeks ago with this, you offered a, a free report. And uh, I have to tell you that uh, the folks requesting the report, lots and lots of people on that list, we've received uh, dozens and dozens and dozens of requests for the free report. And so let's make it available as well. How, how do they uh, request this free report on finding low-maintenance uh, cash flow properties? Send an email to cashflow at realestateguysradio.com. And as soon as that email comes in, I'll make sure that you get the report right away. There you go. Cashflow at realestateguysradio.com. And uh, welcome back. It's been great to have you on five cruises now, my friend. It's been a joy. I'll David be Campbell, ladies year. and gentlemen.
Now, uh, this year, uh, we also were uh, very uh, pleased to uh, have a gentleman join us uh, almost at the last minute, but we got him on board and uh, talk about being able to pick a brain on an area that uh, everyone needs to know about. Uh, Eric Lunenborg is uh, from Dallas, Texas, and is a property manager. Welcome, Eric. Thank you very much. All right. We can have a hand for Eric. Yeah. And uh, in addition to that... uh, those of you that uh, are listening at home or on your iPod didn't have a chance in the live room to, to have us uh, introduced uh, here by the Director of Global Property Network, our, our primary sponsor on the Real Estate Guys radio program. Uh, Eric has been a GPN provider for uh, a number of years and uh, highly, highly rated. I know that you uh, have a real estate brokerage as well uh, as property management, and that's a, a rare combination of someone that can do both uh, well. But tell us about uh, what are some of the things people need to look for when they're outsourcing property management to a professional. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thank you. Um, one of the things that David and I have really worked on is uh, trying to find the sweet spot in the particular market that you're interested in. Uh, I believe that in every market, there is a sweet spot that does work from a uh, cash flow perspective, uh, from a rental uh, price point and a uh, purchase point. And I guess that's really local knowledge because depending on your marketplace. Now, in Dallas, what's interesting and part of what I got educated on uh, this trip is that there are a lot of areas where you can find houses in good condition, even some new houses, where the rent is a pretty high multiple compared to uh, what the uh, what the property sells for. So you're getting some pretty good rents out there. Uh, yes, we are. As long as uh, it is cheaper to buy uh, than to rent, uh, we're going to have an incredible market here in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Um, the, some of the price points that we're seeing from 100000 to $200,000 homes um, it seems to be a really, really good spot for everyone. Uh, you've got movers moving up. You've got people downsizing. Um, you have buyers that have been turning into renters. It just creates a larger pool of tenants uh, in addition to the buyers that are already in the market. It's been very, very good for all of us. Now, Eric, there's two things that cost landlords the most. Vacancy, when the property's sitting empty without a tenant, and turnover, when you've got to move the one tenant out and the next tenant in. And your company has done an extraordinary job of being able to mitigate the downside on on both of these. How do you do that? Uh, You've got to uh, be heavy in the market. You've uh, well, one of the things that we focus in on is dominating the specific market from a micro perspective. Uh, if I'm in a particular neighborhood, I don't want to have just one house or two houses. I want to dominate the market. So if a particular house comes available, um, it's a lot easier to rent that house and get it filled because not only do the local residences know who you are, um, when our signs come up or if we're uh, running local media ads, it's just easier to uh, mitigate that and just process the tenants and get the people in the houses a lot quicker as opposed to if we were further out of town um, further in the country it's a little bit more difficult you know it's interesting it's almost the way that residential real estate sales work and that big brokerages have more signs out get more calls and therefore that helps everybody you know you're, you originally might go well I, I don't know i want my property manager to represent me and if he's got four other houses in the neighborhood that could be competition but the exact opposite is true you take a, someone out to see a house maybe that house doesn't work for them but you've got another one around the corner you keep the client and it works both both ways also somebody might come out to see another house and they end up going to my house instead. Absolutely. Uh, not only that is if, uh, if I have a tenant that wants to move or upgrade or downgrade, wh- whatever the case may be, uh, if I have a huge present in the particular market, they would be more inclined to stay within my tenant network than move out and have another property manager. So if I maintain that relationship with my tenants, 
Uh, it just creates a stronger, uh, it just creates more dominance. It's, it's a strength-building mechanism than anything, and it helps everyone in the long run. Now let's talk about turnover, because occasionally you do have a vacancy that comes up, and uh, you've put together a team that can handle that quickly. How is it that you can minimize the number of days that a house stays empty between tenants? Well, as soon as I know that they're ready to move, we immediately start uh, lining up our vendors. I do immediate walkthrough. I know the condition of the house. So as soon as the day, as soon as the property becomes available for me to walk through as it's being uh, vacated, uh, I have our vendors come in immediately, start doing what they need to do to get it uh, ready for the next tenant. Uh, ads are continuously running, and we... Also, one of the better things, the better methods that I have found is uh, that I socialize with the neighbors. So as soon as I know that the tenant is moving, I already know five of the other neighbors. And more often than that, I see that the neighbors would rather have family and friends come live beside them than some stranger. So if I'm able to uh, strengthen those relationships and communicate that uh, when the time comes, the vacancies aren't there, it seems. That's awesome. In fact, you gave us a whole host of a lot of great ideas that we don't have time to share today, but we're going to get you back on the show when we can talk uh, about property management for a whole show because it's so important. Thanks so much, Eric Lunenberg Thank you. from Dallas, Texas, ladies and gentlemen. We are at the 2009 Investor Summit. We come back more from the Real Estate Guys radio program. I'm your host, Robert Helms. Hi, this is Garrett Sutton, Rich Dad's advisor. Remember, equity happens, and you're listening to the Real Estate Guys. The stock market is killing me. My retirement account has lost nearly half of its value. I keep hearing, hang in there, but that's not what I want to hear. I just feel so out of control. When it comes to your retirement, hope is not a strategy. If hang in there isn't growing your nest egg, then it's time for you to take control of your financial future. There is more to investing than stocks, bonds, and mutual funds. If you think it's complicated to grow your nest egg without the help of some Wall Street wizard, maybe it's because you're in the wrong investments. Don't let another day rob you of your hard-earned retirement. Let investor, author, and radio personality Robert Helms show you how you can take control even in this down market. Attend Profitable Retirement Solutions, an educational event packed with solutions for weary investors. Profitable Retirement Solutions, April 18th in South San Francisco. Register now at 888-662-0668 or at rescuemyira.com. 888-662-0668 or at rescuemyira.com. Are you struggling to keep up with your mortgage payments? Whether it's your home, vacation, or investment property, there are loan workout options available. To help you sort through all the noise in the marketplace, The Real Estate Guys has written a free 18-page report called What You Must Know Before Attempting a Loan Workout. In this special report, you'll discover the single most important thing the lender looks for before agreeing to modify your loan. Plus, you'll be able to weigh the pros and cons of hiring a professional versus doing it yourself, and much, much more. All you need to do to get your copy is email your request to workout at realestateguysradio.com. It's free, it's confidential, and it's yours when you send your request to workout at realestateguysradio.com. Hope is not a strategy. Start your own economic bailout plan today. Get the Real Estate Guys free report, What You Must Know Before Attempting a Loan Workout. Email your request to workout at realestateguysradio.com. Chadwick. Chadwick. Real estate, like diamonds, are forever. So when it comes to real estate, never say never again. 
I travel the world for Global Property Network, spying out hot markets, experienced agents, and great deals. So if the world is not enough and you're looking for investment or vacation real estate anywhere in America or around the globe, call Global Property Network. I've got a gold finger for connecting you to great properties. You only live twice, so to grow your income for the second part of your life, you can live and let die, or you can go for it, like the living daylights. GPN is here to help. From Russia with love, this is Luke Chadwick for Global Property Network. Give Luke and his team at Global Property Network a license to kill and find you income-producing property. Tomorrow never dies, so you need Luke to find properties and deals for your eyes only. Call Luke and GPN today, 877-411-4GPN. That's 877-411-4GPN. Or on the sponsors page at realestateguysradio.com. Live nationwide, you're listening to The Real Estate Guys. Find out more at realestateguysradio.com. Welcome back to The Real Estate Guys radio program, broadcasting in our 11th year. We are live with a studio audience in the middle of the ocean. Yes, indeed. It's the uh, 2009 Investor Summit at Sea, and we've had just a great week uh, getting to know our investors uh, better and, and getting to share ideas and so forth and so many topics uh, to cover this week. But uh, one of the things we did, and we often do this, is because, as Russ uh, talked about earlier, generally some people that come on the cruise are generally a little more educated, more sophisticated, may have larger holdings, but sometimes they bring someone with them, a partner, a spouse who maybe isn't as keyed in to real estate investing and so we always have a track of introductory classes and we kind of go through the basics of uh, real estate finance and law and so forth. Uh, with, with us uh, now from Premier Law Group, attorney Mauricio Raul. Hey, Robert. How are you? Good. How are you, sir? I'm doing excellent. Thank you. Now, uh, one of the things that uh, you teach, of course, is it doesn't make a lot of sense necessarily to hold property in our own name. Let's talk a, bit, a little bit about asset protection. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, we uh, live in a very litigious society and uh, whether you... Did you say unfortunately? <laughs> You're the attorney, right? Okay. Just checking. Good point. Unfortunately, we do. And so it's very important for us to take uh, preventive measures uh, in the event, uh, quite likely event, that uh, you will be one day uh, getting sued from somebody, especially if you're a small business owner. And certainly if you're in the business of real estate, the chances of you uh, finding yourself in a lawsuit are quite uh, quite great. So we uh, we do our best to try and uh, take preventive measures and uh, set up uh, structures so that uh, at the end of the day, uh, we try and maximize your uh, protection against uh, many of these what I call frivolous lawsuits that occur because uh, you're, you're just an easy target. So um, I know you, in your class you talked about uh, probably the, the vehicle of choice, uh, the LLC. Uh, why do I use that and why does it make sense? Yeah, we talked about a lot of the different structures, but as real estate investors, we really do like the, the limited liability company, the LLC, and there's uh, quite a few different reasons. But uh, my, my favorite reason for that is, is, is a beautiful thing called the charging order, and we talked a little bit about that today as well. But uh, most people think of asset protection of uh, protecting the, themselves from their assets, meaning if they own a piece of property, they're concerned that if somebody slips and falls or something happens to the property, that they're going to get sued and, and, and they're going to be exposed. And what I try to re- remind people is that you're not only trying to protect yourself from your assets, but you're also trying to protect your assets from yourself because you are also a pretty uh, high liability uh, producing person. And so, why, why are you looking at me when you say that? <laughs> so it's important to just realize that you know when that day comes when you get sued, you want to be set up in such a way that your assets that you own, uh, hopefully you do not own and you actually simply control those assets, but that they're protected and, and 
therefore uh, there's really nothing for a creditor to go after. But in specifically to the limited liability company, what uh, we really like about this vehicle is what's called the charging order, which essentially says that when a creditor is out there looking uh, for your assets and has a judgment against you, the sole remedy that they can have is uh, not to go after your specific interest in your entity and, and take over management and liquidate your company, but primarily just basically step into the shoes of, of you, and they're going to be entitled to the distributions that you would ordinarily get from your LLC. So it's a very effective tool because obviously most people who get sued and, and, and there's a charging order in place, they tend to uh, stop getting distributions, which is very frustrating to the creditors, which is something that we, we like. Uh, and uh, we, we, it's just a huge leverage tool in, in prior to the uh, lawsuits, but also during, during a lawsuit and in terms of settlement. If somebody knows that the only thing they can get is a charging order, th that's just a huge leverage play. So if you're not uh, protecting yourself with some of the entity structures that are available, then you need to look into that. How about a hand from Marisa Raul? All right. Now, one of the things Mauricio uh, talked about that he's not going to talk about on the radio, but he could in international waters, was uh, offshore entity and asset protection, privacy banking, tax havens. Some of those really neat topics, but uh, we don't want to get into that here, but uh, great uh, presentations there, Mauricio. Now, uh, Luke Chadwick is with us, and uh, he is the director of the Global Property Network, and he's the guy that we suck up to because he's our biggest sponsor. Thanks for being on the, on the cruise, Luke. Well, thanks for having me. Absolutely. Now, at Global Property Network, you guys scour the world finding uh, great deals in great markets. Uh, three different markets in, uh, in this cruise. Tell us about them. We did. We, uh, we got to stop at uh, uh, Panama, and we got to stop at Costa Rica, and we got to stop at Belize. And, uh, you know, as we've talked on the radio many times, Belize is a, is a uh, destination of choice for, uh, for us and great investment opportunities there. And what was really interesting is that some uh, research, or not some research, but some results came out from the National Association of Realtors whereby uh, for the last year, um, U.S. realtors uh, and the uh, business that they have done with international clients has declined, which is quite interesting uh, considering that uh, prices in the U.S. have declined. But just reading a little bit more between the lines, what increased was the amount of business going the other way, and that is uh, domestic investors in the United States looking for avenues outside of the country. Well, it may be obvious, but why would a U.S. investor be interested in some of these other marketplaces? There's been some de-equitizing happening of, uh, of uh, real estate prices in the U.S., and a lot of people have been losing value, and uh, uh, opportunity is not necessarily what it once was. And uh, there are a lot of other markets that are performing admirably right now, and uh, in fact, being producing uh, uh, a lot better results than the United States, and there's appreciation happening. And uh, you know, contrary to what's happening in the U.S., there's a lot of markets where uh, the banking system has not suffered the same fate. And, uh, you know, that's re really the, uh, the linchpin of, uh, of the industry, and that is being able to get your hands on money uh, to, to go ahead and, uh, and invest in real estate and purchase. Absolutely. And, you know, it's hard to get your mind around that to some degree, right? People are used to real estate being where they're at, but it's a big world out there. And I think one of the advantages you have is not only do you originally come from another country, and if you couldn't hear it in his voice, Australia, uh, but you've traveled a ton at different marketplaces, seen different uh, methods of law, different methods of transacting real estate, and it is a big world out there. It sure is. But, uh, you know, once you start learning, I think the process becomes a lot easier. Um, you know, you branch out a little bit and uh, you know take 
the basis of information that you have and then apply it to uh, to a, maybe one marketplace and then it's easier to, to then uh, go ahead and, and um, uh, learn the next marketplace. And a good example of that was uh, stopping in, in three Central American countries, uh, similar but different. Absolutely. All right. Well, thanks for sharing that great information with us today. And, of course, in your talks, ladies and gentlemen, Luke Chadwick from GPN. All right. Now, uh, this year we also invited back a speaker last year that uh, talked about uh, construction. That's really his background. And this year uh, he talked about green construction and what's all the frenzy about. Welcome back, uh, Don Klein. Hey, Don. Hey. Thanks for having me, Bob. Been a so, great, great tour. It, it's been fun, and you know it's interesting because so many people think that green building is a new thing, but you set the record straight. We did. Looked at the history of green building and how it's been actually involved in the world uh, since the beginning of time, and how some of technology that we've got today actually has been to the detriment of our of our living standards. Uh, indoor uh, uh, organic compounds, what we call VOCs, volatile indoor compounds which have come from technology, the coatings we use, the floor coverings we use that they didn't really use before, but it was more a matter of, of necessity that things uh, uh, evolved this way. Um, the ancients were involved in uh, water storage and underground cisterns uh, from the beginning of time, since before Christ. And uh, the other types of things that we did, uh, the siting of houses, which is real uh, one of the main uh, topics that we look at in sustainability, we did that in the Pacific Northwest forever. In New Mexico, Arizona, the way they had their houses uh, uh, situated with respect to the sun and the way they built them into the side of hillsides and the materials that they used. They used a lot of native materials, building even out of adobe, which actually is still in the building code, Robert, which a lot of people don't know. You can actually still build with adobe. And um, so those are the things we looked at, the way we use energy efficiency. Um, they were aware of that, but they did it out of necessity, and we got away uh, from that basically because of technology. So we were doing or are doing what we can do, and actually not what we should do. You know, and it's so interesting because uh, there's a big flurry now about it. And last year at the summit, uh, Beth talked about the LEED certification, which has uh, really been a, a huge initiative for a lot of builders and the government, in fact. Uh, what are the compelling reasons, if you're in real estate today, to consider going green? Oh, it's very, very popular, especially because folks are aware of the environmental issues. They're aware of what we're doing, whether uh, you do agree with what degree we're affecting the environment. We know that we do affect the environment. And it can pay dividends in a lot of ways because there are a lot of government incentive programs to go green, to use products, to recycle products, to use energy conservation products. There are utilities that are providing rebates and a lot of utility credits that you can get. And folks are more comfortable that way. It's a healthier environment. And so I think those are some of the main reasons. All right, excellent. Ladies and gentlemen, Don Klein. Good stuff. Thank you, sir. Every year on the cruise, uh, since our very first Investor Summit, we have uh, included uh, an amazing man as part of our cruise, and he isn't a real estate teacher, and he's not a guy that builds houses, but what he is is one of the most phenomenal entertainers in the world, all the way from New York City, Little Italy, Jorge Buccio. How are you, my friend? <laughs> How are you, Robert? I put you on the spot here a little bit, but uh, we've been coming to uh, to Little Italy, to, to Puglia's for years, and uh, there you are entertaining. And now, uh, practically every night, you're somewhere uh, singing and having a good time with the crowd. What's it like? Oh, it's beautiful. It's beautiful to see all all the guys over here. You know, learning more about the state, having a great time, because we are like a family. You know, all the new the new people that they come to our seminar, it means a lot to everybody. It sure does. And you know what's great is not only do you come and play hard every night and, and, and sing and uh, create such a, a fun time for us, but I have seen you in these classes a bunch too, my friend. Well, always. My father used to say you always learn. It's good to learn to know 
You know tomorrow, you'll never know. There you go. How about a hand for one man, Jorge Bucho. Thank you, my friend. And uh, Jorge's a bit of a celebrity. If you're listening to the radio show and you've never seen the movie Big Daddy with Adam Sandler, uh, Jorge is in that movie. So uh, now you can uh, check it out and and, uh, and see for yourself. All right, Russell Gray, co-host, what do you think? Has it been a uh, memorable uh, week at sea? They're always memorable. They're great. I mean, it's... Words cannot describe it. It's just something you have to experience. I think. I think probably the most difficult thing is anytime. If you think in your own life, anytime you've ever had something that has just been profoundly impactful, a time where you've had a wonderful time and it's stimulated your mind and your senses, and you've seen all this beauty and the camaraderie, your heart, your passion, your intellect. It's just. It's tough to explain to somebody how fun it is. I mean, you think, well, I'm going to go on a cruise and we're going to take classes all day. Are you kidding me? But it's fun. I mean, we have a great time. And then, of course, Jorge makes it, uh, makes it last all night. That's for sure. Super fun for sure. And that's the thing. You know, what's the, I think the, the greatest thing about the cruise uh, is two things. First of all, it gets you out of the paradigm of your regular life. You got to come and you got to break away from your habit and routine. And for a week, you're here for the most part without interruption. Right. As you mentioned, you haven't checked email. You know, I turned having turned my cell phone on all those kinds of things, which is great. But secondly, and really more importantly, you're with a group of people that also are just as concerned with their future uh, and with learning the most and sharing the most. It's a really giving group in that regard. Nobody's holding back. Everybody's sharing best practices and good ideas. Real estate investors aren't competitors. Right. Uh, we, we're cooperative. We can learn uh, from each other and really share the ideas, which is great. Next year's cruise will be the 2010 summit, our eighth annual investor cruise. And uh, we would encourage you uh, to come to that cruise. Uh, we're going to have on our website at realestateguysradio.com some of the video highlights uh, from this year's cruise to uh, try to influence you a bit because we'd love to have uh, you join us. This year, it was an honor for us to have two folks who have joined us who found us via the Real Estate Guys podcast and then they're coming up on the cruise. That is just a very humbling thing. And to make the leap from podcast listener uh, to cruiser, that's pretty, uh, pretty awesome. It is. It's great. And we're excited about the whole technology of podcasting because it gives us the opportunity to get our our message and our lessons and uh, our experiences out there to a big broader audience and you know there's people out there that are just hungry for information and we're happy to be here to be able to provide it and do it in a way that's fun and entertaining and uh, if you're out there listening right now and you're thinking hmm i wonder if i think i want to do that go for it because you can say well if i go and it stinks what have i gotten i've gotten a great vacation and had some fun but what if it just really rocks? What if you get a great idea or meet the right person or build a strategic relationship and it changes your whole life? That could happen, too. Absolutely. So uh, big thanks uh, to all of our great speakers and uh, to our studio audience. Thanks for coming. Yes, indeed. And uh, thanks to uh, our uh, engineer, Paul Van Ree, also our uh, live AV man. Thanks to Neil Tanner. Thanks to our executive producer, Matthew Pierce. Remember, equity happens, may some happen to you. We'll see you next week on the Real Estate Guys Radio Show. This airing of the Real Estate Guys was brought to you in part by our sponsors, Audit My Bills. Help companies increase their profits and make a profit yourself with Audit My Bills. Perfect for anyone looking to earn an extra income. Call 888-64-AUDIT. Global Property Network. Referrals to the world and properties to your doorstep. Call GPN at 877-411-4GPN. 
Profitable Retirement Solutions. Find ways to grow your nest egg even in this failing economy. Attend the Profitable Retirement Solutions Seminar on April 18th. Call 888-662-0668 or visit rescuemyira.com. You can find out about these and our other valued sponsors on our sponsor page at realestateguysradio.com. And to learn how you can sponsor the program, call Matthew Pierce at 510-521-5100. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week with The Real Estate Guys.